When your child is struggling, as a parent, you need support. Welcome to Beyond Risk and Back. I'm at the 46th Annual Psychotherapy Associates Winter Symposium. This is in Colorado Springs, and once again, I get my hands on the experts. The men and women who are speaking at this conference, the, the, the other people having booths here, this is where all the experts in the industry of mental health and addiction and recovery gather to share the information they have, and I wanna get it into your hands. So thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Beyond Risk and Back. I'm going to always save the best for last. I have Sarah Forrest here uh, <laughs> with me. Sarah is one of the organizers, owners, uh, uh, facilitators of uh, the, the, the Psychotherapy Associates Winter Symposium. This is your 43rd. That's right. So you've been doing this then for 43 years, because I look at you and I say, you've got to be at most 35 years old. Well, thank no. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> How, <laughs> that's my sister. That's your sister. Yeah, that's okay. my sister. So you said this is your 43rd. So that's how right. old were you when you started working at these? Oh, gosh. When I was really young, like elementary school, um, my sister and I would go around and help distribute information to all of the exhibit booths. Um, and so we've always been a part of this. And in fact, we would collect candy and <laughs> stickers, all the swag. Um, we'd go around and ask, you know, different exhibitors if they needed any help um, setting up. And now um, my daughters are doing the same thing. Okay, so I think it was your daughter that I uh -huh. saw walking around and I said, this has got to be like Halloween for you, except <laughs> no costumes and you don't have to talk to people. And she was right. like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and we've had to tell them, like, you can't take so much stuff and you can't do it before the event starts because, you know, all of our participants will be, you know, shorthanded. So how yeah, many pens? How many oh pens gosh. in your house do you have? <laughs> we have a pen for every exhibitor, I'm sure, that's ever distributed a pen. Um, our pens uh, are all, you know, <laughs> we've got, I think, Vivitrol. We've got... Um, oh, my gosh. Subox. I mean, we have everything. You know, we've got the pharmaceutical ones. We've sure. Got, yeah. Puns. So your father yes. started this. That's right. Okay. Wh yep. Why? Why? Why did he start um, an event like this? Well, it started really small, okay. and it used to be right next door. There was a little, like, Springs Motel, okay. and they had one small conference room. And um, I think the first time they ever did it, they had about 50 people. Um, but he, by nature, is an educator. Okay. Um, He's so not a therapist. He is. A, okay. He is, but, but his nature is, is to educate. Okay. So he definitely um, saw the need to provide space for other therapists to collaborate and learn. Um, and so he has always, um, you know, thought about the community and has always thought about how to make providers and therapists, whoever, clinicians, anyone that's interested in this work, um, he's always been interested in making sure that they have a place to learn. 43 for you later, 46 for... The, the, the symposium itself. Uh -huh. uh, this is my third. When I when I when I came here three years ago and we set up our booth, I was like, "Was I supposed to be coming to these all along?" Like because I had been <laughs> yeah, in business right. for almost twenty years, uh -huh. and I was like, "This is incredible!" Like, yeah. and people are like, "Who are you?" And I was like, well, "We've been around for ten years." They're like, yeah. "Never heard of you." And so instantly, the the ability to 
network with other facilities mm -hmm. to create referral sources with other facilities because most of the people here work with adults we work with children so this is this is a network op networking opportunity for facilities people like me right how i i guess my my curiosity is i want to ask you questions like what have you learned in 43 years about the industry of mental health and recovery? Like, what's the big standout for you? Well, for me, you know, it's always been a journey for me. So I always, I'm, I'm, my parents are both very philanthropic. They're very concerned about, you know, their contribution contribution to the greater good. Yeah. And this is the way that they do it. Um, so for me, gosh, growing up in this space, I mean, the one thing for me is I heard a lot of stories. Yeah. I heard a lot of stories, a lot of hard, difficult stories and a lot of um, stories of hope and heroism and um, I was impacted by that and you know for myself personally my sister included I think we both learned that drugs and alcohol and using them especially excessively can really lead to a life of hardship yeah um, so for the most part, I would say she and I both are sober living, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that I, I definitely learned. But I also learned that um, the people that do this work are good people. There's something about this particular event that feels really genuine and authentic. And for all of those stories, all the hard stories and all of the, um, you know, really the stories of redemption, you know, those have all woven these people together whether it's you know individual clinicians or some of the largest you know in an outpatient Hazelton here. Betty Ford right. is here yeah. absolutely so um, what I've learned is that human connection matters and authenticity matters and um, compassion um, so I think for me from this event those are some of the things that have been the biggest um, teachers, you know, in this industry, and and this is a question. Maybe uh, you may not even be qualified to answer, but I'm going to ask it because um, in this industry, there's a lot of turnover, right? right. I'd like yeah. to say that I come here every year and I see the same 300 people, and we all shake hands and go out right. bowling and stuff, and certainly. There are diehards here. Yep. I, you know, uh, uh, Michael Michael Pipich, uh -huh. I've interviewed three times. Robert, Dr. Robert Weiss, yep. I've interviewed three times. Yep. Mel Pohl, I met in in London and then interviewed him there oh, and fantastic. here. And, uh -huh. you know, this is so, so I get to see some of the people who have the stomach for this game and this work long term. But when I go, oh, I got to go to a conference, I'm going to see the same people. I don't see the same people. I see new people working in the industry every single year. So my question for you, if you have an outsider's perspective on this is, why does this industry have such big turnover in the people who work with addicts and people who struggle with mental health? I think because it's hard work. That would be my, um, my perspective. Yeah. I know it's hard work. Um, because it's emotional work you know you just don't work with these clients and at the end of the day go home and you know resume your your normal personal life without thinking about those people right um and i know this because my husband is a physician and he's now in this space as well so he's board certified in addiction medicine and so what i grew up with in my home and and hearing the stories and the weight of the work 
you know, is now residing in my own home in my nuclear family. Yeah. Um, and so I would say for some people, you know, they've been through it and they want an opportunity to help others. And sometimes that's successful. Sometimes they relapse. Um, and sometimes the work is just too close to home, yeah. you know, and it's just too hard to do. You know, it's grueling work and with loss along the way, um, you know, it, it's just got to be incredibly difficult to endure. There, there are two questions I want to ask you about being a daughter and being a mother. Um, one, being a daughter, knowing how uh, uh, your parents are philanthropic and are in a very intense uh, um, industry. Mm-hmm. and have provided a place for education. My assumption is your parents wanted you to do whatever made you happy in this world. <laughs> That's absolutely true. And, yeah, but, absolutely. but you're here. Yeah. Why, do, why are you choosing to remain within the, within the industry and the family? And, and I just want to say, since we're on the radio, this one's hitting you hard. This, <laughs> well, yes. this question's hard. Yeah, definitely, because we're, we're at a point of transition. So, you know, my parents are aging, and... That doesn't mean that they're close to retiring because no, they're not. He, I mean, my dad's practice is, yeah. you know, I mean, he's, he's gotten, you know, he's a, kind of a second wind. He's speaking. Like yeah, a, and, and he's, <laughs> he started seeing um, a lot of veterans. Yeah, and wow. that has really moved him. And so his practice is not slowing down. Um, he's pretty much full speed, yeah. you know, right now with that. Um, but I think that, you know, our family is really close. Yeah. We have a really close family. And um, this has been their passion and a part of their lives for so long um you know i want to continue to support it because i see the importance of having this presence and providing a venue for people to come together and to work together um i think the thing that i I wanted to say was that the people here still have hope that they can improve the human condition and this is one way that I can contribute to that and, and continue to be a part of it. Um, so as a part of a family that has created something that, in my mind, is fairly um, selfless work, um, you know, it's just one way to make a contribution. My second question about you being a mother and having uh-huh. your daughter walk around these yeah. rows and <laughs> not just get candy because she's in an environment of intensity. The conversations that take place at these booths are real, they're raw. As you were saying earlier, the stories that are told, they're brutally honest about the human condition and the darkness of our soul and the light of hope. And there's a lot of us who are parents, myself included, are, we were very open with our children. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And I have interviewed many people on this podcast who's, uh, who are, professional, brilliant minds with extremely successful treatment programs whose own children mm-hmm. are suffering the, 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 the demons of addiction. Right. Are you worried? I, and, and were your parents worried? Because not only are you leaders in the industry of, of, of connecting us together, but I, I believe you're also uh, uh, in, you work in the industry. That's right. And your, your parents work in the industry are you worried about your daughter and the exposure to this? Uh, you know, for me and from my perspective, this is so important. It's so teachable. I think parents that are working outside of this domain, you know, have a much more difficult time breaching the subject. Yeah. Um, unless it's already reared its head in negative ways. But 
as a child, this was like preemptive for me. I heard the stories and I always thought to myself, I can't believe that this is how life goes for some people. Right. And I always knew that I had the power of choice. You know, I always knew that I had the power to choose and my parents' reputation was very important to me in the community. Yeah. I never wanted So there was to accountability. Do, absolutely. And, yeah. I never wanted my parents to be embarrassed by my behavior. Um, and I never wanted them to have to go through the pain, you know, that they saw, you know, in the people around them in this work. So, um, so from that perspective, I think for my own children, this is a great way for us to talk about it, you know, talk about alcohol use, talk about drug use, talk about, you know, um, exposure, mental you health know? issues. Absolutely, and, yeah. absolutely, and especially because it, it's so accessible, younger and younger, you know. Um, at least here, like as a family, we have a space yeah. that, you know, lends itself to having these conversations. And now it's a legacy, you know. So my dad has set the bar really high. The standard is high. And now, you know, my husband and I, I think, are, are setting the same high standard. And are we, are we worried? Of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't we be, yeah, right? It, yes. You know, but I do have a lot of faith in this teachable moment you know, and at least helping them understand, like, this is real, and it's scary, and it can lead to a life of, you know, heartache and pain and even death. And at least being able to say those things, and here's the context for it, right? right? Um, it's because know, it's I true, because through helpful. all your, yeah, and through all your daughter's education, the context has always been recovery, right. hope, that, that, that right. there's a way out of this darkness. Right. So, and I won't, I won't even ask the question. My assumption is going to be that if your daughter comes to you and says, I'm going to be a rocket scientist, lawyer. <laughs> that did we're you... hoping for rocket scientists. We're really pushing. We went to uh, the Kennedy Space Center over the holiday oh, break. Awesome. So we're pushing for that. No. <laughs> so that was actually my next question about uh -huh. holiday break, because uh -huh. I'm assuming for the last two months, you've oh. probably put in about 70 hours a day. Yeah, that's about <laughs> right. And, you know, I've taken over a lot of the responsibilities that have always been my mom's. Yeah. You know, because she's been very, I mean, in terms of the exhibitors and some of the creative aspects of this, that's really yeah. her. Whereas my, my dad has always done, you know, the schedule building and the contacting the speakers and that sort right, of thing. Right, so, right. yeah, so that transition has been, um, it's a steep learning curve, but... It feels natural. Yeah. It hasn't felt forced. Um, but yeah, it's been really busy. You know, the, the kids have kind of taken a back burner. You don't want to see my kitchen right now. The kitchen <laughs> is a total disaster. Christmas tree's still up. Stockings are oh. still hung by the chimney with care. But it's okay because I know, you know, that's just the way. That's just that, that's how I grew up, and that's just kind of the flow, and it's it's fine. But, well, I, I also yeah. knew last time when I was talking to Allison and your dad uh, on the air that um, yeah. what was next was a vacation. They they you, oh you they did not a, take a vacation. No, no they didn't. No, they oh. said that, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about no. you? Do you get a break after this? Uh, I don't know. It kind of depends on my husband's work schedule. My husband's here too, and okay. he's helping with this as well. And so he takes time off from his. Well, this his is all in, job. isn't it? it absolutely. So, you know, it does take some of his vacation time away. So if we do a vacation, it will be spring break, you okay. know. So no. Okay. No, it'll go back to kind of life as Man, sort of usual. Your family, 46 years you guys have been doing it. It's one of the longest conferences in the industry. This is this is, this is is big stuff. This is not, well, you aren't new kids on the block. No. I go to a lot 
of conferences doing the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, you guys were my first podcast conference. Oh, you guys great. were the first ones to have me. Uh-huh. So I just want to say from my heart, thank you. Because I leave this with 30 shows. Yeah. Each of these shows are designed to get what this what these brilliant people you guys have brought in to talk. I get them on my shows. And that information goes to the parents. One of the things that has been my next part of my life now that I own a very successful child facility um, we are getting ready to, to deeply go into our launch of our intensive outpatient program but this is not everybody can afford treatment not everybody can afford therapy right. not everybody can afford the time to go talk to somebody and we know this this is the truth of of this world that we're in a a mom or a dad with three kids and one is really struggling that takes your life your life is no longer your own the purpose behind the podcast was to truly cut out the middleman and say the things that these people say to the people in the industry the parents need to know and so this goes right to the parents. So I want you to know that through providing me a booth, and you guys did sponsor Beyond Risk and Back being here. So thank you for that. But now I have Dr. Mel Pohl talking directly to parents. I've had Dr. Claudia Black talking wow. directly to moms and dads. And Fantastic. these are the experts. Uh-huh. These are the top experts in the industry. So from my heart and my parents' hearts, thank you for providing that. I want to, I want to know from your own sales and business because I've done a lot of these conferences why should an author should a facility (laughs) say I need to go to Colorado Springs and do the winter symposium every year I think it's because we typically have a very robust academically oriented program we do get some of the top speakers in the industry absolutely and I think what makes us very different is the approachability the accessibility and the affordability you know because it's kind of a grassroots um, project, you know, it's it's got a lot of heart in it. It's not a corporation. It's not owned by a large corporation. It's a small, you know, Your small organization. Run. And um, you know, it's a great way to really connect with people and really do some solid networking and build relationships that can span 46 years. I mean, there are some people here who have been attending longer than I have. There's wow. just a handful of them, but yeah. I know who they are. And so, um, I think the amount of um, you know, just the community that we've built and the amount of networking that goes on. It's really unique. It's really different. And then, of course, Colorado Springs is fantastic. Yeah. You know, I'm born and raised here. I had to leave for a short time, but I'm back. <laughs> and um, there's not a day that I don't wake up and look out my own window and think, oh, my gosh, really? Like, this is so beautiful. I love it here. There's a lot to do. Um, so I think that this little conference that, you know, has a lot of heart really has a lot to offer. You guys um, really so. do have a lot of heart. And, and if... Um, if anybody's here and they really like have strong meat and potatoes with them, they need to get over to the Manitou Incline and uh, <laughs> yeah, test their yeah, metal right. over there. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't know what the Manitou Incline, either look it up or ignore it. But if you do know what the Manitou Incline is. Get up early. Yeah, get on get, the bus. Yeah, because it's right here. And uh, did it last year before the conference. Oh, did you? Oh, Good yeah. You. I would, yeah. My wife and I love the Manitou Incline. Um, and for, for I know it's a dangerous thing to offer you, but... Our water bottles, one that I want to send home with you, we're BPA free. So I just want to let oh, you great. know. So <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. give it to your kids, throw it into the uh, the backpack for school or whatever. Perfect. But thank nice. you. Um, next, my, my last and final question is, sure. what's next? Where are you guys looking to grow? What's your expansion? What's your five-year plan? 
Well, so you haven't been here for very long, but we have just recently in the last, this is our second year, implemented an online registration process, wow. an app. Um, you the know, app was amazing. Oh, good. Oh, my God. You can God, thank Dr. Oshner. I absolutely that was will. His, that was his baby really last well year. Really well done because yeah. that gave me a connection to the speakers yep. that I have not had at other conferences. Fantastic. And thank connection you. with them. So brilliant idea. Great. Nice work. Well, thanks. So, you know, and that was definitely uncharted waters for us because, you know, the, the work that my parents have done has always been very... Um, hand hand done yeah you know i mean there was a time when my mom was pushing papers calligraphy writing name badges with calligraphy pens you know so i mean that's where this has come from so we don't want to change the the feel or the tone at all but we do want to make um it a little bit more user friendly for our attendees and our exhibitors and our educational supporters so um you know, we don't have any other huge changes coming down the road. This for us was like a pretty big transition. So yeah. we're going to continue to, you know, gain experience with the new systems that we're using, um, which I think everybody has really appreciated yeah. and enjoyed this year. The app year. was amazing. Nice um, work. We're always looking to expand, you know, our attendee, um, you know, our attendee numbers. Um but we really do want to include more and more individuals who are in private practice or just not connected to some of the bigger organizations. Um, so that's one thing that we're looking to, you know, improve or optimize. Wonderful. Um, but otherwise, you know, I think just we're just going to be here doing what we always do. You, you guys, we can set our calendars to the Winter Symposium. And That's right. Every year at the same time. I know I'm going to be in Colorado Springs. Growing up in Colorado, I love it here. Uh-huh. Thank you for what you and yeah, your family absolutely. have done, Yeah, we have Sarah. the dates. We already have the dates for next year. What are the dates? So January 31st, okay. it's a Sunday, yeah. uh, and then we'll go into the first couple of days of February. Perfect. So, um, yeah, we plan to be here. You know, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here for well, 40, I'd love 47 to be, years. I'd love to be here, too, running Great. the podcast. And, uh, Great. Uh, I'd we'll like to have you. Thank you so much. Yeah, this absolutely. is every year, Sarah. Thank you so much. Sarah Forrest, uh, Winter Symposium, Family Business. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. I will talk again. All right, thanks. This has been another episode of Beyond Risk and Back. Thank you so much for joining me, parents. Please remember to give us a listen, a like, a subscribe, and share us with your friends, other parents who need the support. I have a few people I'd like to thank. First is Frazier PR. I'd also like to thank Your Cause Consulting. And I need to give a shout out to Deepin Productions. As always, thank you to Mental Health News Radio for hosting this show. And I'd like to thank Guayaki. Guayaki has sponsored our booth here at the Winter Symposium. And of course, all my fans everywhere all over the world, thank you so much for making Beyond Risk and Back a number one parenting podcast. Remember, parents, take care of yourself first, your adult relationship second, and your children third, because in that way, we do our best work with our children. I'll see you next week.